Welcome to a powerful message from the Lighthouse Chapel International, Bronx North Branch. Lighthouse Chapel International branches worldwide provide every member the training, support, and encouragement to fulfill the Great Commission and to go to heaven and hear Jesus say, Well done, my good and faithful servant. Join us for a life-changing experience as you listen to this message. On the second day of our fast, Lord, we give you glory and we thank you, Lord, for sustaining us Amen. through the first day, even to the second day. Amen. We pray, Lord, that as you have given us this opportunity, Father, you will give us all that it takes Amen. to meet you, Amen. that our prayers may be heard. Amen. Father, we ask that your presence will be with us, Amen. even as we wait on you, Amen. in Jesus' name. Amen. Wonderful. Now, unless you really, unless it is revealed to you, you will not value the anointing. Do you understand? And if you don't value it, you will not seek it. Anything that you have no value for, you don't seek it. And if you don't seek for it, you will not get it. Do you understand? If you don't search for it, if you don't pursue it, you will not get it. But the anointing is so vital in your life. The anointing is so important in your life. And I believe that it is not by chance at all that this book was selected for us during this fasting period in a year that is our year of greatness. Hallelujah. In a year that is our year of greatness, I believe that this book was selected very appropriately. And I believe that through the anointing of God, People are going to be great in Lighthouse. We are going to see great men and women. We are going to see great sons and daughters. We are going to see great, great husbands and great wives. Great children. Hallelujah. God is going to bring up because of the anointing. Amen. And so I believe you have been reading it. But I just want to just recap some of the chapters. You see, if you look at it, you realize that by the end of the fasting season, you would have finished reading this book. Do you understand? Because there are 22 chapters and if you select a chapter, one chapter a day, you including weekends also, one chapter a day, you finish the book. Use a chapter for your quiet time. Use a chapter of the book for your quiet time. And for those of you who do not have the books yet, there are certain um, topics that have been prepared. We will send them to you, and you will use them to pray as well. Okay? So as the topics come, we will send them to you, and then we will, you can use them to pray as well, and it will help you. Amen. Amen. Wonderful. But are you being blessed from the book? Yes. Is it blessing you? Yes. You need, you have to have a spiritual, you have to bring your, 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 your you have to bring down the, canal mind to really accept this and to receive it. Amen. Amen. It is the anointing. Hallelujah. So in the first chapter, it talks about seven reasons why you must be anointed. Reasons why you must be anointed. How many of you believe that you ought to be anointed? You need to be anointed. 
To be anointed means to have the Holy Spirit upon you. To have the Spirit of God upon you. The Spirit of God to guide you, to lead you in everything that you do. Hallelujah. You must be anointed because no one can fulfill his ministry by natural might or by human power, but only by the Spirit. You cannot be great without the anointing. You cannot have a great ministry without the anointing. You cannot be a great man without the anointing or a great woman without the anointing. Hallelujah. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It says, Zechariah 4, it says, Then he answered and spake unto me, saying, This is the word of the Lord unto Zerubbabel, saying, Not by might, nor by power, but by my spirit, saith the Lord of hosts. This is the opening scripture for this book. It is by the spirit of God. It is not by your might. It is not by your power. It is not by your strength. It is not by your ability. It is not by your skill. Now, when you talk about all of these, then it means that it is not by the human flesh. It is not by your health status. Do you understand what I'm sharing with you? It is not by that. If you are going to be great, it doesn't depend on your skin color. It doesn't depend on your accent. Amen. It doesn't depend on how, how, how beautiful you look. It doesn't depend on how tall or how short or how skinny or how fat you are. Well, it's not nice to use the word fat. So, or you say how heavy you are. I like that word. Amen. Because we can also say, mm, this chick is heavy. Do you understand? It doesn't mean that she's overweight. It means she's heavy. Do you understand? Yeah. Hallelujah. So it says you must be anointed because no one can fulfill his ministry without the anointing. The second reason, it says you must be anointed because even Jesus Christ waited to be anointed before the beginning of his ministry. See, so if Jesus saw the importance of the anointing, Jesus never began his ministry until he was anointed. Hallelujah. The day he was anointed, he, he knew that is the beginning of his ministry. And he began ministering after the anointing. So we cannot begin anything without the anointing. So we are also going to pray that we will not begin anything this year without the anointing. You have a project, you are, you are waiting on the Lord to be anointed to begin the project. You are planning to get married, you are waiting on the Lord before you endeavor to get married. You are planning on a new job, wait on the Lord these 21 days to be anointed for the new job. Everything that you are doing, if you are going to be great in it, you need the anointing. Hallelujah. Though you have your degree, though you have finished school and you have written your board exam, wait on the Lord for greatness in that area. Look, you can choose to go and just, you have your degree and just go and get a job. You have the job all right, but you will not be great. You can easily be fired anytime. Do you understand? You see, there are certain things that look great around you, but it will not last without the anointing. You see, the president that has been elected, today he's a great person. When is the inauguration? So he will be, he will be, the, he will be the, the president of the nation. But I don't know if that is going to last forever. 
Do you understand? That, that power, that greatness is for, is for a season. But when God anoints you, when God anoints you, it's not for a season. When God anoints you, he has, he has anointed you and his gifting, they are without repentance. Hallelujah. If God anoints you to be a great wife, it's not for four years. Amen. If God anoints you to be a great husband, it's not for four years. If God anoints you to be a great worker, a great supervisor, a great director, it's not for four years. And no matter what will arise, God has anointed you. God has placed you there, and it's not, for, it's not temporal. Hallelujah. So Jesus waited for the anointing. And he knew that if his ministry was going to last, not a four-year ministry, and his ministry is not going to die after three years, he needed the anointing. And we see the presence of that ministry, the power of that ministry, and its effects 2,000 years later. Hallelujah. We need the anointing. Amen. I said we need the anointing. Hallelujah. And then he says you must be anointed because even the apostles were asked to wait for the Holy Spirit, which is the anointing, before beginning their ministry. The great apostles, they were asked to wait. Hallelujah. They waited. It says, Acts 1, 4, it says, And being assembled together with them, commanded them that they should not depart from Jerusalem, but wait for the promise of the Father, which saith he, ye have heard of me. Amen. Amen. So the anointing must come before the apostles will also initiate their ministries. Hallelujah. Jesus told them, no, 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 no. Wait for the anointing. But you see, if you don't understand, if you don't, if the Lord has not opened your eyes to understand these spiritual things, you will think, oh, we have been with you for all these years. I think we know enough. We know enough. Do you understand? And a lot of times, that is what people feel. People feel that we have been around for enough time that we should go and start a church. You need the anointing. You cannot start without the anointing. It is not by your skill. It's not by your human relationship. It's not by organizational skills. It's the anointing. Amen. When I caught that spirit, I said, hey, Jesus, I said, I'll build my church. And the gates of it, oh, I took it to the World Cup. I said, Lord, build your church. It is your church. So then I gave everything, anything that was going wrong. I said, Lord, this is going wrong. This is your church. What is going on? I left it in his hands. He says, I will build my church. Amen. I cannot build a church. Hallelujah. Wonderful. So the apostles needed the anointing. You must be anointed because the great prophets like Elisha asked for the anointing when given the opportunity to ask for what they wanted. You today, when they ask you for what you want, I don't know what you say you want. But my prayer is that when you are asked for what you want, you ask for the anointing. Hallelujah. You will ask for the anointing. You must be anointed because King Saul was not transformed into another man until he was anointed. Saul was, listen, the anointing will transform you into another woman. Amen. The anointing will transform you into another woman. People will look at you and they will see another woman. Helena, do you understand the word of God? People will look at you and they say, ah, is that Helena? 
Do you understand? They're looking at you. You are the same person. And then sometimes you yourself, you go in the mirror to look to see uh, what has changed about me that all these people are asking me this and all these people. You check yourself, but you look like you are the same person. It's the anointing that is has come upon you. <laughs> Helen, do you understand the word of God? People will look at you and say, Helen, something has changed about you. There is something about you. And they say, I cannot pinpoint to it. You ask them, what has changed about me? They can't pinpoint. And then you say, what has changed? And then you wonder, it is the anointing of God. Hallelujah. When the anointing comes upon you, it changes you. It transforms you into another person. When you open your mouth, sometimes you see, we were at a meeting and people were coming to pastors. And they're coming to me and they're saying all kinds of things. And I, I was wondering, I said, what is it? What is it? And then I conclude, I said, it is the anointing. Because I said, oh, it is the anointing. It's the anointing. Amen. It's the anointing. And that same anointing is coming upon you. I said, that same anointing is coming upon you to transform you into another person. Hallelujah. Amen. Saul was transformed into another person. The Bible says in 1 Samuel 10, 1, it says, Then Samuel took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord hath anointed thee to be a captain over his inheritance? God will anoint you to be a leader. God will anoint you to be a head. God will anoint you to have authority. At your workplace, God will anoint you to be elevated. Hallelujah. They will select you and they will give you a position and you will wonder, what did I do to deserve this? Amen. What did I do to deserve it? It's not anything that you did. It is the anointing of God. And this year, that is why I took, it. Was, we prayed and then it was, we were a lot. But I took the time to anoint every one of you with oil. And everyone that anointed with oil in this place, you'll be a great person this year. I tell you, you'll be a great person this year. He says, he says, Samuel, he took a vial of oil and poured it upon his head and kissed him and said, Is it not because the Lord had anointed thee to be captain over his inheritance? May the Lord make you captain over others. May the Lord make you captain over others. Hallelujah. Yes. Then he says, and the spirit of the Lord will come upon thee, and thou shalt prophesy with them, and shall be turned into another man. Hey, you'll be changed. You'll be changed. You'll be changed. Not that you have had some money to do some shopping, to acquire certain money, or to go into, you know, now you have changed your looks, you have changed your hair, your makeup style, and you have, no, 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 no. That is not what, is, is, is it not because the Lord has anointed you? And that will be your story. I said, that will be your story. Tonight, you are going to be changed. You are going to be transformed. Tonight, we are going to pray that God will make us brand new. He will transform us. He will change us. Hallelujah. He will change us. Amen. You must be anointed because King David, the anointed psalmist, the writer of scripture, ascribed all his blessings to the holy anointing. Hallelujah. I said today you are going to be changed. The anointing is essential. 
it is essential because Moses refused to continue his ministry without it. Amen. Today we are going to say, Lord, we are not doing anything until you anoint us. Look, let me tell you something. God wants to see that you have value for the anointing. God freely he will give you. But he wants to see that you, you have certain value for the anointing. But my prayer, my prayer tonight for my church members, for my sons and daughters, is that you have a hunger, a thirst for the anointing, a desire for the anointing. You will be, you'll be a brand new person. You will be transformed from the, your, what you are today to another person. If you, have, if you show the Lord a desire, let me show you something in this scripture that Moses prays. He says in Exodus chapter 33, verse 15 to 19. He says, and he said unto him, if thy presence go not with me, carry us not up there. Carry us not up hence. If thy presence go not with me. So for us, our prayer is that this year, Lord, if your presence is not with me, let me not go into this. If your presence, look, you see, you may put one and two together and calculate things. And you see, when you calculate, you think that this is really going to work. You would think that this is really going to work. And you foresee all the mistakes that can possibly happen. And then you make amendments to take care of them. But if God is not with you, I say if God is not with you, that is why we are going to wait on the Lord. We are going to wait on God tonight. That carry us not hence. If we are not going to be anointed, Lord, let us not venture into this thing. If your presence will not be with me, send me not. Send me not. Amen. Amen. Those of you who are desiring, and I, I'm believing God that pastors are going to be born out of this ministry. Amen. There will be lady pastors and pastors out of this place. Amen. Oh, yes. They will hear of us. Amen. I said they will hear of us that the bronze church, pastors are coming out of the bronze church. Anointed men and anointed women. They are coming out. So get ready because some of you are going to be sent out very soon. Some of you will be sent out. Amen. That is why you need the anointing. Students, you need the anointing. I say you need the anointing. You need the anointing. So you are waiting on the Lord and say, Lord, this semester, the coming semester, anoint me for the coming semester. Take me not into this semester without your anointing. Do not take me into the semester without your anointing. He says, for wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people, I'm reading from Exodus 35, 15, 16. He says, for wherein shall it be known here that I and thy people have found grace in thy sight. People will see that you have found grace in the sight of God. He said, Lord, if you don't anoint me, how will they know that I'm a child of God? I'm a Christian who is favored, who has been anointed. How will they see? How will they know if your president doesn't go with me? How will they know? How will they see? I want your presence to go with me. I want your presence to go. How will they know that your presence is with me? And I'm going in your name. How will they know? Let them see that the presence of God is with you. Let it, be, let it be visible. Let it be visible that the presence of God is with you. Hallelujah. He says, how would they know? 
Amen. Is it not in that, he says, is it not in that thou goest with us? So shall we be separated, I and thy people, from all the people that are upon the face of the earth. Among you and your colleagues, you'll be separated. I said, among you and your colleagues, you'll be separated. They will separate you from among you and your colleagues. When your boss is making a favorable decision, he will separate you from your colleagues. When they are about to fire people on a job, you'll be separated from your colleagues. They say, well, we are all giving pink slip. How come you are still, not, you are, you are still at a job? You say, I don't know why, but there's some presence with me. There is a presence with me. Hallelujah. There is a presence with me. You say, I don't know why, but there is a presence with me. You'll be separated from your colleagues. Anything that you will set your hand to do, it will be different. If it is a letter that you type for your boss, it will be different. If they ask you to give a presentation, it will be different. If it is a paper that you have to write for your professor, it will be different. You say, all of you are doing the same thing, but when they look at your work, it is completely different. Something about your work. Something different about your work. And it's the anointing. Ah, we need the anointing. I said, we need the anointing. We need the anointing for our everyday life. The anointing is like oil. It is like oil. It greases your joints. It makes things very easy and very smooth. That is the anointing. Amen. We need the anointing. He says, and the Lord said to Moses, look, that is why we have to ask. He says, and the Lord said to Moses, I will do this thing that you have meditated on. I will do this thing that is in your head. I will do this thing as you are sleeping. I will do this thing as you are sitting down. I will do this thing because I know what is in your heart. No, 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 no. no. He says, I will do this thing also that thou hast spoken. Tonight you are going to open your mouth to speak. Those of you who come on prayer line and you are quiet. Hey, the Lord is hearing what you are asking for. The Lord is listening to what you want. He says, this that you have spoken, that is what I'm going to do. He says, I will do this thing also that you have spoken. Not that which is in your heart. Not that which is in your mind. Not that which I know you need. But I will do this thing also that you have spoken. Tonight we are going to speak. I say we are going to ask for the anointing of God. We are going to ask to rise up onto your feet. And ask him, speak unto the Lord. And say, I need the anointing. Lord, do not send me without your anointing. Lift up your voices and pray. Asking the Lord to anoint you. He says, I will not go until you anoint me. I will not endeavor. I will not touch this area until you anoint me. In the name of Jesus. Hey, Jesus Christ did not begin his ministry. Ele é o que é que ele
I will use it to work, and then as I'm working, I will do anything. Why didn't you do that thing right away? Because it's great. You want to have certain forces around you, financial stability, before you endeavor into other things. If you, if, you, if you go to school and you become what? If you become an accountant. You see, versus someone who went to school and became a doctor, for instance. You see, there's a reason why becoming a doctor takes so long. And when you finish that, the way you are treated is also different from an accountant. Do you understand? If you go somewhere and you say you are an accountant, you, any country, you go and you say you are an accountant, okay, they think you are a thief, even. Do you understand? They think you are a thief. But anywhere when you go and you say you are a doctor, even if they don't even know what kind of doctor you are, all you need to say is you are a doctor. Do you understand? I am not trying to, I'm not trying to belittle one profession or something like that. All are important. But I'm saying that there are certain ones, they are difficult. And for that also, it is honored. And so we are also going to go through, look, we are looking, we are looking for the anointing. Do you know what the anointing does? Listen, let me show you so that, you see, as we are praying this season, we will understand what we are asking for. And we will understand what is, what is coming upon us. What, is, what, what we are going to become. And if you are becoming such a person, you, you are going to have to go through certain things. God is going to have to test that you, you, you have certain weight. Do you understand? Because there are certain women, when you anoint them, you can't deal with them. Certain anointing comes upon you, we can't handle you. There are certain men, when certain anointing comes upon them, you can't even talk to them. Do you understand? Certain, certain anointing comes upon you, your church members cannot even talk to you. Hey! Right after church, they escort you. Because... Do you understand? You have to book, make appointment, and see, so God has to test you that you can really, you can hold the anointing and become a shepherd. A shepherd. Amen. Psalm 89. Psalm 89. I think David beautifully describes to us what the anointing makes you and why we need the anointing. And why we are going to be great in 2017. Amen. Hallelujah. Psalm 89. And let's read from. Let's read from verse 19. It says, Then thou speakest in vision to thy Holy One. You know, thy Holy One is someone who has been anointed. You are the Holy One of God. I say you are the Holy One of God. That means you are the anointed one of God. That's, then thou speakest in vision to thy holy one and says, I have laid help upon one that is mighty. The Lord is laying help upon you. Hey, a great man, a great woman, you need help also. He says, I've laid help upon one that is mighty. You are mighty, but you need help. You need the help of God. Hallelujah. He says, I've exalted one, chosen out of the people. The Lord will choose you out of the people and he will exalt you. I say, amongst your friends, the Lord will choose you and he will exalt you. 
amongst your siblings, your brothers and sisters, you, the Lord will choose you and separate you and exalt you. He says, I have, I have chosen you from among the people and I have exalted you. Amen. Oh. He says, I have found David my servant. With my oil have I anointed him. With my oil have I done what? And now look at it. You see the two dots that are in front. Do you understand what that means? If you went to school, a good school, you understand that whatever is going to follow these things that I'm going to, we are going to share, they are a result of the anointing. Amen. He says, I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. May the Lord anoint you. May the Lord anoint you. And with that, these things are coming up. Hallelujah. Do you want these things that are coming up? Do you want the things that come with the anointing? You see, you are asking for something great. You are asking for something mighty. You are asking for something that is heavy. Hallelujah. He says, I have found David my servant. With my holy oil have I anointed him. With whom my hand shall be established. The Lord shall establish you in this land. In 2017, we are praying for establishment. Establishing into greatness because of the anointing. He says, you, the, he says, my hand, the hand of God shall establish you. Not the hand of your boss. Not the hand of your husband. Not the hand of your wife. Not the hand of a man. Not the hand of a professor. But the hand of God shall establish you. Hallelujah. We need the anointing. Because the anointing has come upon you, you'll be established. He says, my hand shall establish him. The hand of God will establish you. He says, my arm also shall strengthen him. The Lord is strengthening you. I said, the Lord is strengthening you. The Lord is strengthening you. Some of you, you are depressed, but the Lord is strengthening you. Some of you, you are down, but the Lord is strengthening you. Some of you, you are weak, but the Lord is strengthening you. Because of the anointing. Hey, that is why we are going to pray for the anointing. We are going to pray for the anointing. That the Lord, the hand of God, the arm of God will strengthen you. I don't want some weak hand of some boss to strengthen me. Some boss that will, because of his, his favor to give me some raise. And that's what I'm waiting for. I'm waiting for, I'm waiting for the hand of the mighty one to strengthen me. I need the anointing. I need the anointing. Oh Lord, I need the anointing. I need the anointing. He says, the enemy shall not exact upon him. Hey! Because of the anointing that has come upon you, your enemy, they cannot exact upon you. Enemies that gather to have your downfall, to give you, to give you wahala, they cannot exact upon you. You know what is wahala? Hey! Torment, torture. It says your enemy shall not exact upon you. That means that the Lord will fight all your battles. 
If the enemy is fighting your marriage, the Lord will fight for you. The enemy cannot exact you. Amen. Whatever the enemy is holding from you, or whatever the enemy has stolen from you, the Lord cannot let him exact upon you. Hallelujah. So listen, when you are not, that is why you need the anointing instead of fighting with your enemies. Look, you see, we pray and we, we are shooting and bombing the bombers and, you know, look, all you need is the anointing. When the anointing is upon you, God will fight your enemies for you. Do you remember the two darts that we read? As a result of that. Hallelujah. He says, not the son of wickedness afflicts you. The, the, Satan cannot kill you. Amen. Satan cannot kill you in an accident. You will not die in an accident. I say you will escape like a bear out of the snare of a fowler. Satan cannot kill you. Whatever plan he has concerning your life, it is cancelled because of the anointing of God that is upon your life. Amen. Amen. Some of you, Satan has planted certain diagnoses in your path. You will escape no diagnosis. Diagnosis of breast cancer. You will escape. I say you will escape. Any form of cancer. Not in this church. I say not in this church. Hey! Anointed men and women. Anointed people of God. Not in this church. He says, and I will beat down his foes upon before his face. That means I will beat down his enemies. Look, it's not you. You are not the one who is going to beat down. He says, I will beat down his force before his face. You will see your enemies going down. You will see your enemies before your very face. You will see your enemies going down. People who don't like you, don't worry about them. That is why you need the anointing. You need the anointing. You need a, you step on the job and people who don't like you, they will be greeting you. They will be saluting you. Genuine greetings. Genuine greetings. The Lord will bring down your foes. Your neighbors who don't like you, who give you a holla. Landlords who don't like you. Amen. God will beat down. Beat down. He says, I'll beat down your foes. Your enemies before your face. You will see. God beating down your enemies. He says, and plague them that hate him. Do you understand what is plague? Plague. Eh? It is like continual trouble. Look in the dictionary. Somebody who has a dictionary and tell me plague. There is a definition for plague that means infection. Be plagued with infection, fever, bacteria, and all of that. But there's a second definition. You'll be plagued, you'll be plagued. It means that continual trouble. It means that people who hate you. You see, for instance, people who gather in their homes and they don't like me. And they are talking about me, they are making all kinds of plans. The Lord will plague you. Continual trouble in your home. Torture in your home. Non-stop trouble. I say enemies are having non-stop troubles. And your enemies, they will have non-stop troubles. Non-stop troubles. Anyone who hates you because of the anointing of God upon you. Amen. It's too much. It's too much. It's too much. 
When the anointing comes upon you, do you have the definition? Yes. What does it say? Cause continual trouble or distress. So if you read it, it says, and I will plague them that hate him. That means I will cause continual trouble and distress upon them. Those who hate you. And I will torment them. Look, listen. It is in your good favor to love me. Because me, I am anointed. I am telling you, I am anointed. And it is in your favor. You will do yourself good if you love me. I'm reading the Bible. Say, I love you, Reverend. <laughs> Otherwise, continual trouble is coming your way. And you don't want that. Hey, Maria, you have to love me. Hey, if you want peace in your home, you better love me. Say to your neighbor, if you want peace in your home, you better love me. Because I'm anointed. Say, because I'm anointed. Tell your neighbor, look at me. You say, check me out. You are looking at an anointed woman. You are looking at an anointed man. So you better love me. Hallelujah. Amen. This is too much. I cannot read all of it. So I want us to raise, rise to our feet for a few minutes. We are going to pray that the anointing of David will come upon us. The anointing that protects. The anointing that defends. The anointing of David. You see, he will exact upon... You see, the enemy, your enemy cannot exact upon you. And he will beat down your foes because you are anointed. Because you are... The anointing that exalts, you'll be exalted. You'll be exalted. You'll be magnified. You'll be lifted up by the hand of God. Not by the hand of a man. Not by the hand of a boss. Not by the hand of someone who needs... Not by the hand of a teacher. By the hand of God will exalt you. Lift up your voices and pray for favor of God. The anointing of God. That brings favor. The anointing of God. That exalt. It will exalt you. The anointing of God.
Jesus. 
Amen. Father, we are thankful tonight to God. Amen. We are thankful, Lord, for the anointing. Amen. We thank you, Lord. You say you have found your servant, David. Yes. Father, tonight we are confident that you have Amen. found us, oh God. Amen. And you have anointed us with your Amen. holy oil. You have anointed us with special oil. Amen. And you say, Lord, with your hand you shall establish us. Amen. With your arm you shall strengthen us. Amen. Lord, because of the anointing, strengthen the weak amongst Amen. us. Strengthen us, oh God. Amen. Because of the anointing, Amen. exalt us Amen. and establish us. Amen. Because of the anointing, Amen. we are called established church. Amen. We are called established people. Amen. We are called established people. We are called established men and women. In the name of Jesus. Because of the anointing, the Lord is beating down our enemies before our very faces. The Lord is beating down your enemies, people who hate you. The Lord is plaguing them with continual torture, with continual trouble because of the anointing of God that is upon you. Because of the anointing, the Lord has blessed you and he has exalted you. Because of the anointing, Jesus. You are being made a great person, Amen. a great man and a great Amen. woman. 2017, Amen. your year of greatness. Amen. Father, thank you for your anointing. Amen. Thank you for the oil. Amen. Thank you for the favor. Amen. Thank you for the establishment. Amen. Thank you for strength. Amen. Thank you, oh God, Amen. for establishing us Amen. in this land. In Jesus' name. Amen. Amen. Hallelujah. Amen. Why don't you clap for Jesus? Clap for Jesus. Amen. One here this afternoon, Jesus Christ is not your savior. You have not given your life to Jesus. If you are here this afternoon, you want to give your life to Jesus. You say, I want to give my life to Jesus. I want to receive Christ in my life. Maybe you come to church every Sunday, but you know deep in your heart that you are very far from Jesus. You are very far from God. If you were to die today, you are not even sure where you will go. If that is you, this afternoon, I'm giving you this great opportunity. Why don't you lift up your right hand with all eyes closed, every head bowed. You say, I feel very far from Jesus. I want to give my life to Christ. If that is your prayer, do not leave this place without giving your life to Christ. You may not have that opportunity again. You may not have that opportunity again. He said, be sure of your salvation. Be sure of your salvation. If that is your prayer, I want you to lift up your right hand wherever you are. Just lift up your right hand and I will say this short prayer with you. Anyone here like that? Anyone here like that? Lift up your right hand and I will say this short prayer with you. Father, we thank you for the gift of salvation. We thank you, Lord, for the sacrifice you made for us. Even whilst we were still sinners, Lord, you sacrificed. You laid down your life for us. We are grateful unto you. We thank you for your word that continues to light our path. We thank you, Lord Jesus. May you keep us, preserve us, deliver us from the wicked one. Deliver us from his subtlety. Deliver us from his lies. Deliver us from his deception. Deliver us from bad counseling in the name of Jesus. Deliver us from ungodly counsel. Deliver us from the counsel of the ungodly. Lord, may you keep us. May your word be a guide unto us. We thank you, Lord. In Jesus' name, amen. Amen. We hope you have been blessed immensely by this message. 
Join us at 1734 Williamsbridge Road in the Bronx on Sunday afternoons and Tuesday evenings. For copies of this and other messages, contact us via email at lci.bronx at gmail.com.